You worried about your elfies. Sorry, elfies. everyone. Last week, last week I had one. I had a complaint um, <laughs> that Stephen had elfies. The complainant was my son, who said, uh, "Who said, oh look, you look like you've got elf ears." And it's because I had my earphones not quite positioned properly, and it dragged my the top of my ears out, and mm. it looked like I was had elf ears. Speaking of elfies, when I was at Mum's on the weekend, yeah, because they don't really have great internet and they don't really watch streaming. Okay. Um, Imparja TV, which is the indigenous satellite network, basically. Okay, yeah. It runs pretty much Channel 9. Yep. Um, was running the uh, Santa Claus movie with Tim Allen. Watched 95% of that, of that movie. Pretty good. Pretty good. I liked it. Yeah. Elves with elves. it's called the Santa Claus, as in a clause in a contract, isn't it? Oh, is it called is it? Santa I Claus? Yeah. I don't know. As far as I know. I didn't mind it. Did you know what other character he plays, Tim Allen? Tim the Tool Man? No. You're a Toy Story fan? Yeah, Woody. No, Buzz. Buzz Lightyear. Buzz and Tom Woody, Hanks so is Tom Woody. Hanks. Tom yeah, Hanks I'm Woody. well aware of that. Come on. Toy Story, you're going to run that one on the on the movie podcast. Yeah, when are we doing Toy that? Toy Story, yeah. Next year. Next year? Yeah. That feels like a Next really... Next year's three weeks away. Hello. My God. Yeah. Like I was having that conversation with the kids in the car. Because we Jackson finishes school tomorrow. It's his last day for the year. Right. Um... And so, Victoria's but he's still he's doing his HSC this next year. year. Yeah. Next year, right? So school, one year in yeah. a year he'll be finished school. School, yeah, probably. Weird. Um, and Victoria was like, "I still got another week to go." And I'm, and she goes, "Is I just can't believe the school year is coming to an end. It feels she had this realization of yeah. time, you know." And I'm like, "Yeah, it's December always surprises people, don't they? So, so December just comes, it creeps up on us. Someone, we're all surprised that it's Christmas. Ooh. I, I don't know which." I would have been watching a podcast or something, but someone said there's there's a there's a like a mathematical fascination or something with regards to how we feel about the impression of time. Yeah. So the older we get, yeah. the longer the a years year feel because it's a smaller percentage of your yeah. life or I something. Just, maybe you discussed that theory. Maybe I you I discussed said it. Too. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I thought to myself, that's that was Vivi's yeah. problem today. Because when you were young, like you when you're five. A year seemed like ages because it was a fifth of your yeah. life, right? But then when I you, said to Vivi today, you've got five years left of school. When you're 48, like you, mm. then it's a 48th of your life. I'm not 48. <laughs> in fact, well, I'm, how old are you? I'm 46. When are you 48? Seven in a few weeks. Yeah. You're 47 in two weeks? I'm 46 right now. <laughs> 47. I don't know why you're stretching the truth. I'm 46. Okay. But in before the end of the year, you're going to turn 47. That may that may be okay. true because you were born in 1976. Yep. Yeah. You're a year after my brother Michael. Okay. Oh, yeah. I didn't. Oh, okay. Mikey's 75. Yeah. 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 We anyway. know we know how old I am too. But That's when I good, said mate. to Victoria, "You've got five years of school left," I thought to myself, "Jesus, five years!" But she's like, "Oh yeah, wow, it's not that long." I'm like, "Okay." That's mate. like that was an interesting <clears> thing because school. Yep. Like you've had six years of school, essentially, or seven. And yeah. so the five seems like less. So she's over the hump. She's yeah. half, over halfway. You've and made your it. kids go to public schools? or, pro- or Public, yeah. Okay. So not, no, no they're not school. doing very well like not, Stephen. Not school fees. <laughs> Mate, there's no, still like, school fees. It's a G up. You've got to pay like hundreds of dollars. I'm, I always, hundreds of dollars. The, wow. the, the piece of paper always says, you know, you, you owe this and this and this and yep. this and this. And at the end, it gives you a title. And then at the bottom, it says, if you have any issues, you can contact the office about hardship payments. And I always say to Amanda, <laughs> I always say to Amanda, ring them up. I just uh, want to see what they're going to say. say. And she'll you? go, yeah. I'll just ring up and say, Trevor Long from the Today Show. 
<laughs> would like he's not doing very well. Would like yeah. to please to help me out a bit. Fees. Help me out a bit because I think the issue is if you can't afford it, they they just waive stuff. Of course, but, yeah, of course. You know, yeah. we obviously pay the bills quickly. Of course, it's all good. Course I'm not. Yeah, I'm not actually. I just think it's. Uh, I'd be yeah. curious to know what the conversation is. Yeah, my kids went to Catholic private schools, and it was as I did, and um, my brothers did, and yeah, it's a it's a more than a few hundred dollars. It's, yeah. it's thousands of dollars, and when you got three of them. Going to school, you do get a sibling discount though. Really, that's one good thing. My, oh, my daughters nice. went to the same school, yeah. so they got a, the sibling discount. And Aaron went to my old high school, which at the time was a boys' school. Which was the time was all boys' school. Now it's a co-ed school. Yeah, yeah. as is the way of the world. Yeah, yeah. Even no, the snooty no, schools are going that way. I've yes. Read. Well, no girls around when I was there, mate. And when my son was no there. no wonder you're so toey. Whoa. <laughs> There was a co-ed school up the street, though. Mate, the we put. We, I remember when Jackson My, was well, born. Joe, Joe went to the co-ed school up the road. Yeah, you yeah, had your eye on him from across the street in a little school <laughs> uniform. No, I um, didn't. <laughs> <laughs> when Jack, and I've said this before, when Jacko was born, we put $300 down at Barker. Oh. You know, the well, private school up the road. la And very quickly realised, that's never going to work. Wow. I'm, there's no way I could yeah. afford Barker for yeah. one. <laughs> you had... The, the grand ambitions. Yeah, let you? alone... Hang on a minute. Grand visions. Listen, Harry, love you, mate, but you're not going to bark. <laughs> you know, imagine, imagine that. Imagine your brother's there and yeah. you get sent to the public school. You'd yeah. be like, wait a minute, what is this? Hello, what's going on? Yeah. Preferential treatment. Yeah. Much. Yeah. As is, as is life. Life That's is... That's how it works, mate. But you know what? When they all finish school... It's like getting a pay rise. Yeah, but not for me because I'm public school, mate. Yeah, so. it's like getting a pay rise. But it will be like getting awesome. a pay rise because they'll start paying board. Yeah. Good luck with that. What? Yeah, that's set the rules, mate. My kids did the same. My yeah. theory. Tell me. Uh, yeah. Tell me about this. My yeah. theory, because I'm I'm not I'm not rich, but yeah. I certainly don't need my kids to pay board. Yeah. But my theory is, we will charge them rent or board. Yep. And all that money just goes into an account that hopefully Correct. we can help yeah. them then give them back to them. Yeah. You know, at the right that's time. What I do with my kids. Yeah. But it's about having them understand that you've got to have you've a got to pay your way. Yeah. Pay your way. Yeah, and my mum and dad used to give all the grandkids a hundred bucks every birthday. Yeah, put in an account so they'd give them a present, but put a hundred away. Yeah. in an account, and then by the time they're eighteen, they get the money, so they got a couple of grand yeah. to spend. Yeah. yeah, and they round it up to two thousand. That's not a bad present yeah. when you turn eighteen. We need to make a note: private feed. Yeah, I want your thoughts on P plate driving rules. Okay, what are the rules? That you oh. give your kids yeah. when they get their peas, because Jackson's booked for his test. If he passes first go, he'll be driving soon. So, Hello. you know, yeah, we're having a conversation at home about what should the oh, rules you mean be. The rules mean what's as he in, allowed to do? Right, not what the not, road not rules are. The ro- all right, mm. right. So you're talking like not allowed to be alone in the yeah, car. Yeah, at what point are you allowed? Is that what you're saying, <laughs> okay, you take it always the wrong <laughs> oh, way. What rules? What rules? Oh, you mean like don't have more than two yeah, or three guys? People, like in there's your some car. There's, there's obvious okay, yeah, defined right. rules. That, like you can only you can't have more than one person yes, in the car after ten o'clock or eleven o'clock at night. I'll look them up. I'm going to Google the rules. No, no, I want your rules. Okay, what do you? I want to see what the existing rules are though. Okay. I'll remember that. Well, I can't remember that long ago when my kids were on their piece. Private feed available yes. on Friday evening on the podcast. And immediately, and if you're watching on YouTube, you get yeah. it right now. It's look down, look down, click on the link. Go down in the description. Yeah. And it says private. It's there the minute this is available. Yeah. And in fact, this is going to be available early. Cracking episode. There was no EFTM podcast this week. So this ah, is going to be available early right. too. Ah, I see. Okay. So you're getting this early. 
Yeah, the video. Oh, I don't know because I've got a bit on, so I don't know how I'm going to get done. Anyway, okay. problem for another day. And yeah. yes, Bill, we will try not to reference visual things too often for those audio listeners. Reference visual things. You know, like showing. We showed something we show? last week. Okay. I think we might have showed our contact photos and stuff like that. Ah, okay. And Billy pointed out rightfully. Fair enough. Fair enough. But we want to. And we don't want to alienate any. We of don't want to become one viewers? of those podcasters. But <laughs> you know what? Come to the video. We're here for you. Hey. That's just an idea. No, no. You absolutely, we Fair don't enough. want to alienate the audio listeners no. who've been with us They've been long. with us for 13 years. It doesn't Has it been feel that like long yet? Feels like 30 February. years, but yeah. Thir- February 13, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is, yeah. Wow. You remembered. Good on you, mate. February, February. 22. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Day after my daughter's birthday. Okay. Didn't know that. Jackie's February 21. Everything's 21 for me. Wedding anniversary, November 21. Uh, our going out anniversary, which we celebrate. Going out anniversary. August 21. And our firstborn, February 21. So it's right. there it is. significant number 21 for us. Yeah. Did I no. not tell you that before? You've definitely told us that okay. before. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was just being sorry, polite. Sorry to double up on you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this. Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. Episode 612, thanks to the great people at Netgear and Arlo. We'll tell you all about the home security needs that uh, Arlo has you covered for and some of their great Christmas deals. And we'll tell you about your home networking needs with Netgear shortly as the show rolls on. Stephen, um, there was a press release today. From the ACMA, the Australian Communications and Media Your Authority, Authority, the yes. people that look after all the things to do with communications and media, obviously. <laughs> um, and I want to, I want to read from the press release for yep. context before I dig into the detail of this because I, yes, I have views. Okay, the headline from the ACMA, yep. aside from what you read in the newspapers and whatever, the headline yep. from the ACMA is Telstra pays $24 million in penalties and mm. refunds yep. after wrongly charging customers. Which is accurate. Correct. Telstra has paid a $3 million penalty and refunded over $17.7 million to thousands of customers after, being, after charging them for inactive internet services over an 11-year period. A further $3.4 million is to be refunded by the end of the year. The ACMA investigation found that 6,500 customers, the majority of whom were small businesses, were wrongly billed by Telstra at an average of around $2,600 over essentially an 11-year period. Yeah, August 2012 to, uh, April 2012 to August 2023. And they go on to say that this breached the customer billing accuracy rules under the Telecommunications Protections Code. All very true and good. Yep. Then it goes on with a bunch of other information and quotes from the chair of the ACMA, Nerida O'Loughlin. Um, and one of her quotes is, Telstra has a hi- history of incorrectly billing customers and yeah. it's just not good enough. At a time when small businesses are facing economic pressures, unaccounted costs can create a very real stress and financial hardship. Yep. What is not mentioned anywhere yeah. in yeah. this report, and I haven't read any of the media reporting, I should say, but yeah. anywhere in this press release is that Telstra self-reported this to the ACMA. So they went to the ACMA and said, here's what we did. Yeah. So it wasn't wasn't ACMA busting them. No, ACMA did not get 2,000, let alone 6,500 complaints. Right. ACMA got a phone call or a letter from Telstra saying, dear ACMA. Just so you know. We made a boo-boo. Yeah. And we we need to report this to you. Yep. Now, I've had a couple of conversations here, and I understand that 
you know, broadly what happened here, we're oversimplifying, but broadly what happened here was during the transition to the NBN, a small business, you know, an ADSL service, maybe yep. a phone line, whatever, and they ring up and they go, we've got to disconnect the ADSL because NBN's coming. Yep. And Telstra does some work. They set it up and they get the NBN. Internet's working, everyone. Good stuff. Yep. But at some point in the system, in the back end, the computer says no and doesn't essentially account for the disconnection of the ADSL. And so for 11 years, they are charged for wow. NBN and ADSL. Who, who in those small businesses, like who's doing the books? <laughs> I'm thinking, would you notice two or 2,600 are there? Well, let me... I think you're going to say you would, right? Well, I you'd check things, wouldn't you? I'll be honest with you. I My internet is direct debited. Yep. My bookkeeper, Sue, just makes sure the bills are paid and accounted for. Yep. She doesn't really analyse the lines, the bills. Right. So I could easily miss this. Okay. But in my defence, um, only yesterday, in fact, I, I said to Sue, can you send me a list of all my recurring expenses so that I can just check there's nothing because I often subscribe to some service for a, yeah. for a story and then forget and it's been 12 months you know yeah. so just so I can check whether there's anything I should you know yeah, should get cancel. rid of yeah of course and and I obviously in this case you have to assume yeah. that these businesses didn't notice the, the the like it's the NBN they go oh the internet's more expensive now well the, maybe that's what they thought. probably and when they're called small businesses like 2600 a month is probably a fraction of what their turnover well 2600 overall yeah. Yeah. that's over yeah, that's that's two thousand six hundred over ten years. Yeah, so it's a very small. That's eleven years, two thousand six hundred dollars. It's ah oh, right, not much so money. Two thousand six hundred over that period. Yes. Oh, okay. Right. I thought it was two thousand six hundred a month on average. You'd notice that. For You'd sure. notice that, right? Yeah. So imagine you were paying six fifty nine dollars a month for your ADSL. Yeah, right. I understand. And then you end up on a sixty nine dollar MBN plan. Yeah, yeah. You're paying, you know, one hundred and twenty. Yeah. And you you think to yourself the internet's more oh, well, expensive. In that case, that could easily get through the cracks if, so it's, if it's only sixty bucks a month or something. The ACMA did not receive a hundred calls about this, and yeah. Telstra never received like fifty calls in one month about it. What happened was over the course of years, yeah. they definitely had people go, "Hey, hey, what's going on? Yeah. You double charged me!" And they went, "Oh my god, what's happened here?" And they fixed it, and yeah. you know. So they must have looked at other customers and found out. there was no obvious pattern in the call centre in anywhere because there wasn't hundreds of calls coming through. Maybe because people don't want to wait on hold to go to the call centre. It's a hassle. Over the course of time, though, there was enough people and, you know, at some point someone Mm. in customer service went, well, this is weird. How did that happen? And obviously they investigated and then they self-reported and then they got a fine. And I I just think that it's inflammatory from the ACMA. To not just say Telstra, the headline should have been, because yeah. I know you said it's accurate, it is accurate. Yeah. But the headline, a press release from a government body yeah. around a fine, should be Telstra fined $3 million for yeah. overcharging customers over a 10 year period. Mm. But that's not juicy. There's $24 million involved. Why, yeah. why is it the ACMA's job to be juicy? Well, I think it's just to illustrate the scale of the of the issue. The scale of it was that, yeah, they got fined $3 million, but they owe customers $17 million. Yeah. That's the big, the big that's the lead. And they've paid them back. Yeah. So the, Everyone's the com, been paid back with comms, interest. The comms person at ACMA has gone, oh. is, an ex, is an ex-journo, right? Yeah. That's the comms person at, at ACMA is an ex-journalist. Right. And they're writing it how they were trained to write it because they want to get coverage. They want to. They want people to think, oh, geez, Telstra, twenty-four million penalties, refunds. It's got all the all the keywords in it, right? I just feel yeah. like the inflammatory nature of it is well, but it happened. It's not appropriate. It happened, it happened though. Like yeah, if but it's, there was no march in the street. There wasn't even an uproar. I understand. I understand. But the fact that and, and and I agree with you, it should have been included that Telstra actually came to them with this. It wasn't yeah. like they got caught. 
But the mate, the way I was trained as a journo is that if you witnessed a car crash, how would you describe that to someone? Oh, you should have seen it. There was seven people killed and this happened and that. That's your story. That's how the things you mentioned first is the order in which you should write that story. And that's exactly what this person has done here and said, Telstra's paid 24 million bucks. Fine three million, seventeen million in refunds, but they've still paid out of their coffers twenty four million dollars, and that's why that's why it's written that way. And the fact that it's a refund is that it's mentioned in the, in the lead, but it's still the the sum of that total that money is big. That's a lot of money, twenty four yeah. million dollars. That's for some companies. That's I don't know Telstra's a big company, but twenty four million is not nothing. It's a drop in the ocean. You think so? For Telstra, yeah, right. It's a massive drop in the ocean. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I should look it up. Let me let me let me look that up. Telstra annual revenue. Okay, okay. You, you just revenue. Several billion. Just here. revenue. Yeah. Fourteen billion dollars. Okay, of course. Okay, yeah. So yeah, okay. Like what's in the, the grand scheme of things? Is that what you're saying? This is this is not huge. And that three million dollar fine is like you know someone getting a parking fine, really, isn't it? In the yeah, yeah it's not massive, but still. It was, I think, too, that the the sort of the juicy nature of this is also in the fact that Telstra overcharged uh, customers. It's, it's because it, totally for, for eleven years, <clears throat> Telstra charged customers wrongly for eleven years. It wasn't eleven months; eleven years, which is a long time. That's as long as we've been doing our podcast. They've been charging people. Yeah, that's a good. You point. know what I mean? So. <laughs> That, I Telstra has that 22 imp- million customers. Okay, but the implication is is Telstra wrongly charging means Telstra is inefficient, they're making mistakes, and Telstra being Telstra, Telstra in the telco world is like Apple in the man, in the phone world where if, it, if the story involves Apple, it's massive. If the story involves Telstra, our biggest telco, it's bigger news. It's big mm. news. It'd be interesting if this was Optus, how, how that, this would have been written. But the fact that it's Telstra attracts its own set of set of rules. Now, obviously, now I'm I'm not massively siding with Telstra. I'm just saying yeah. I think it's broadly poor form the way it's been reported because yeah, well they were if, victim if, they were a victim of their own honesty. True, but yeah. it would have been a lot worse if they were discovered instead of self-reporting. Absolutely, right? yeah. But, but here's the thing: uh, the the final state final paragraph out of I don't know fifteen paragraphs is if customers yeah. are concerned they're being wrongly billed they check their bills and discuss the matter with their telco they continue yeah. to have an issue go to the ombudsman right yeah I just think from an from an, a government agency perspective yeah the the story here should be Telstra fined three million dollars for mm. overcharging customers ACMA reminds people to check your bills mm. like that's that's, that's the, the story here because that's the, the takeaway take for here. me is yeah. You know, I might just open those invoices more often than I just pay them. You know, just like check, check your have a little goings, look. outgoings. Yeah, like the the person running the books might have missed, and I didn't realise it was only like sixty, seventy bucks a month, whatever it is. Mm. Which in a in a even a small business in the grand scheme of things, yeah. that's not much. But it just like you said, it it really the example here is just look through your look go through your statements and say, okay, well, I'm still paying that. Really, I mean, the average, yeah. The average that twenty six hundred dollars is actually yeah. it averages out to be only twenty bucks a month. Really, average. Okay. But obviously there was probably a lot more. But, but still twenty oh, bucks a month over a period of eleven years that adds up. Mate. It's actually a really yeah. good example of how yeah. savings is good. Um, <laughs> Save twenty bucks a month, but for eleven years. I think the message for everyone, yeah. including our listeners right now, is. Mm. It's it's a it's a demonstration of how you can let costs run away, small business yeah. or family. Yep. Right. I look at my family and I go, man, the 
the things we're subscribed to. Yeah. And look, we're not, we've had those moments. I certainly, I remember when we had Jackson, we yeah. were like, okay, so we've only got this much money saved. Amanda's not working because she's got to look after Jacko. We, we think we can go this long with that money that we've saved. Let's yep. cut off Foxtel. We, we, you know, really? you're cutting wow. things, right? Okay. Because you want to make your budget tight, of right? Yeah. So if you are, I'm not in that situation right now where I'm cutting the budget, but yep. if you are, then the first thing you do is you analyze those costs. If, um, and this is a little bit editorial, but to say to someone, if you're going to complain about the cost of living or interest rates or anything like that, yeah. and you don't know, the date of every renewal yeah. for every streaming subscription yep. that you've got. And don't get me wrong, if you're not checking that you can get a better mobile deal. Better phone plan, I was going to say that. Yeah, don't yeah. get me started, yeah, right? True, yeah. Because And your internet plan too, internet for that matter too. Yeah. Anyone yeah. that is, has listened to the EFTM podcast, as Stephen yeah. does every week it happens. <laughs> um, the, the when, number, you do, when you do it. Yeah, well, <laughs> the number of calls yes. that are... And often they are a, a, a lovely old couple or someone yeah. like that. But often they're just a young couple. Yeah. And I say couple because I always ask someone, uh, you know, they want a new plan. Hang on, let's just look at everything in your house, right? Because mm. I like to, I like to go. Hang on a minute, I can save you money. But then let's, what's your wife paying? And often they're yeah. bundled. And then yeah. what's your internet? And let's separate it all out. And we yeah. end up saving hundreds, hundreds. It's not hard to do. It's you not hard it. to do. You it. can do it. Yeah. And I just think that if you're a small business struggling, then you should have noticed this yeah. this thing. But again, I, I don't doubt any of those businesses might not have might yeah. might have missed it because it wasn't that incrementally it bad for that them. Big. If it was hundreds of dollars a month, you'd think, "Oh, what's this?" But just man, I just yeah, I know it's saucy. I know it's good headlines, and I'm sure they yeah. got great coverage for it. But the reality is, Telstra got fined three million bucks yeah. for self-reporting a billing issue over eleven years that bugger all people noticed. Yeah, that ACMA didn't even notice. Hmm. The no, but I think, and not even like a that would have been a good story if someone had a broke, say a journalist had oh, broken huge, that story. Huge. It's massive, Mate. like seventeen million dollars overbilled. If that would have been huge. any one of those people yeah, that yeah. Telstra overbilled had have come to the media before yeah, going so, to Telstra. It would have been wild. Yeah, wild. So it would have yeah it would have had a totally different nature to it. But the fact that they were open and honest about it and got a. Is it a slap on the wrist? Three million bucks for them? Yeah, slap absolutely. On the wrist. That's nothing. But the seventeen mil they've paid back to customers, though, that's solid. Yeah, no, so, no doubt at all. I, I'm yeah. I'm not downplaying that at all. Yeah. But I just think I just wish for a different kind of world where mm. it's it's like Rewards, the clickbait honesty, thing that we talked about. Rewards, nah. honesty. Well, yeah. No, in, in part, no, right. Telstra, let me be clear. Yeah. Telstra has absolutely stuffed up big time, big time, yeah. and been fined by ACMA many times over yeah, many things. Of course, yeah. which is essentially why why they're under the skin of ACMA here. Yeah. And that's that's I think. Yeah. Let's. Mm, I wonder if it was Aussie Broadband who've been around for they they, they had a thing. Ten I think years, they've been around for yeah. is it ten or twenty ten years, now? Ten years. Um, yeah. That that they had a great post on socials about how long they've been around yeah. and, the, and the the history of it and everything. But if they'd been overcharging people in this small amount yeah. by that length of time and then you know, did an audit when they were about to list on the stock exchange, so they audited all their bills and accounts mm. and they went, oh, geez, a bit of a problem here. We've refunded 10 million bucks and we're just going to tell ACMA about it. Do you reckon ACMA would have led with that headline if it wasn't Telstra? No. As I said, Telstra attracts its own its own, yeah. atten own attention. And if a, a company like Aussie Broadband wouldn't have, it would have been, and it would have been a lot less too, the amount, because it's got the sheer number of customers they've got. But you mentioned clickbait. That's a clickbaity headline. It is. People are going to click on that. And the comms person at ACMA wants wants people to read their stuff, and that, that sticks out. So it's... it's well it, done, it's comms person. It's accurate. It. It's accurate, and it's... 
you're thinking, oh, what's happened here? And you want to <laughs> click on it. It's accurate and it gets Put it this way. If, I'll tell you this. If I, if I, I haven't covered this on Tech Guide and I probably won't, but if I had have written this story, if, if, if this was a sent to me by Telstra as a press release, right? They said, oh, if they had have sent this out and not, it's not coming from Ackman, the Telstra, they probably would have reported the fact that they're being fined $3 million mm. in the lead. And then in down in down below, they would have seen you know, and by the, the way, details. We've just we've paid back seventeen million dollars. Um, I still would have added it up and wrote written how they've written it. I still would have put twenty four million in total. They've paid like like that's a really good headline. Yeah, I would have the journal, proud, the proud journal, newspaper man finds the, great headlines. Yeah, that's right. The 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 journo in me would have thought, yeah, well, that's that's how I would have written it too. Yeah. All right. But the radio man over there thinks, you know what? Well, Give, cut him a bit of slack, eh? I don't know. Maybe I'm just. Am I getting soft? Oh no! I thought I was getting harder in my old age. Harder in your old age. I thought I thought okay. I was getting angrier. Right. Yeah, I think you are too. But in this case, you're not. You right. got a little bit of a soft spot for Telstra, haven't you? Not really. Have you ever? And when's the last time you were a Telstra customer? During Three, the during, during the COVID. pandemic, I you know, oh, had a bit of a crack around. We yeah. both did actually. Yeah, we both went back and to Telstra. We both Telstra. flirted. Hello, I flirted with a few companies. <laughs> we had, a, we had companies. an affair with Vodafone, then went back to Telstra. I haven't tried Optus yeah. for a minute. <laughs> yeah, I have coverage was rubbish at my house for Optus. Optus. I couldn't make. I couldn't have phone calls. Telstra coverage was good. Voda Optus coverage is rubbish at my place too. Really? Yeah, Isn't has been for a long time. I had the problem when I was working at News Limited because that was their account. Uh, my yeah, phone right. was a company number uh, that they paid the bill, and it was uh, through Optus. And so there were honestly, I'd walk out, you know, my place. I've got to have to walk up the top of my driveway to talk on the mobile, to talk on my mobile. It's probably different now. It's better now. But back then, when I was a customer, terrible. Nothing. Two Blokes Talking Telstra. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Now, did you see our man Elon Musk the other day? <laughs> Did I see? He was in. A, it was on a, like a talk show. He was on a show. It was like, like a, a, like a, it was a conference. It was an event, a conference. Yeah, it was yeah, a conference. Yeah, yeah. Is how I describe and, it. And um, the interviewer, whose name escapes me right now, brings up the fact that uh, Disney, uh, aka also Bob Iger, he names him, were considering removing their advertising from X, which is also known as Twitter. Mm. And his reaction to this news was the snapshot that was played on every TV news and every little bit of social media, including on X, was basically they can go F themselves uh, and F you, Bob. And uh, if you want to, I think you said, oh, they're trying to blackmail me with advertising, with money, then they can then F you. uh, See you later. And it was was a typical Elon too. It It was clearly an unscripted rant. Oh yeah, um, because and because he he stopped, and then he went. You know what? I'm going to double down, and he said it again. Yeah. And the thing was, I feel like he was trying to play to the audience, and he didn't get the reaction he he wanted. I think he thought he was going to get cheers and jeers, yeah. and then he realised he Everyone wasn't just he just got stunned. Silence. He wasn't at the Cybertruck launch. Yeah. It was not yes, fanboys right. in the room. It was yeah, journo's it was, and businesses, yeah. right? But see, the what I they got I, their lead. That was their headline. I, I that's a good headline. Yeah. But I actually think the missed part of this, which was reported widely but not enough, was he then went on to say this boycott yeah. will is the kind of thing that will kill the company. Yeah. And, so and he, it, this was the first time well, he admitted that the company was in strife. And he also mentioned that if they decide to do this and, and X dies, then we'll know it's their fault. He said everyone on earth yeah. will know it was their fault. Yeah. Which is strange, isn't it? Because you're kind of saying, well, if no one wants to advertise with our platform – 
we're assuming the reason is that they don't think it's they're getting their money's worth or they just don't think it's the right fit. Is that a failure on them or on the advertiser? Like the, the way he was talking, he goes, it's a failure of the advertiser not to realise the benefit of advertising on X. Yeah, but, but that's his sort of his own reality he, distortion field. He is living in such yeah. a bubble that he doesn't yeah, know what's really yeah. happening on his own platform. And I'm not talking about the hate speech or anything like that. I've never, I've yeah. never really experienced that. No. Like I don't, no, I don't no. see it. Right? Yeah. I think you've got to search that stuff out. See, during the the recent weeks with uh, you know Israel Palestine, there's mm. been a few saucy uh, tweets going flying around. I've yeah. got no doubt, but yeah. but they never came across my timeline. Yeah. I haven't yeah. seen them obviously in the last few weeks. But <clears throat> what I see is crap ads. Mm. Non-stop. I rarely changed, see the yeah. good stuff, right? Do you, do you, you only so Twitter. You've kind of basically. I just log on once once it. a week to check DMs yeah. and make sure there's nothing. But going I, on. I I just scroll through it sometimes, and you're right. It's become. I saw uh, an ad today everywhere. I saw an ad yeah. today for a device that clones your car key. Now I'm telling you yeah. right now. That's that's either a scam or it's made for people that are trying to steal cars, not <laughs> bloody you know people that have lost a car key. Yeah, and but, I'm uh, like, yeah, that's yeah. just crap. I still scroll through because there's a few accounts like that are like funny accounts that I don't mind viewing, and they've got yeah. also like funny videos in their accounts. So. I think if Twitter was a powerful marketing mm. platform, yeah. then these companies would be back very quickly. I mm. think they've done a genuine analysis and gone, are we really getting our. And I've said this plenty of times, that's what I did. Mm. I did an analysis. I wasn't advertising, but I was wondering how my time was best spent. And I simply looked at how many people were clicking on the links. Yeah. Because what are we there for? Are we there to yell and argue at people? I've tried to not do that. So if I'm not there for that, then I'm there <laughs> do you to miss that. No. Are you, so on Threads is a bit more f- friendly environment. Very friendly, yeah. and I'll I'll have the odd. Um, fun have you had a little Barney on Threads? No, on TikTok I'll have the odd hey. fun conversation because plenty of people are being idiots on right. TikTok comments, and I normally just say, "You're a great person having a dinner party, wouldn't you be?" So I've had it. <laughs> Obviously, I got, got banned at one point, Smart. so I've got to be oh, careful. Yeah, yeah careful. Um, so. If you sit down, if I like, man, if I was Bob Iger, yep, at Disney, and by the way, conversation for another show. He's didn't he didn't Bob he come Iger out today? Doing very well. Didn't he come out this week and say something like, "We've got to put entertainment before principles." You know, they're basically saying "go woke, go broke" kind of thing. Yeah. I think that's been said a bit yeah. by him as well. Yeah. So if I if you're Bob Iger and you had a, you know, they're going to spend hundreds of millions of dollars on advertising. Yeah. Give me a breakdown you want, you want of a what's of working. Yeah, yeah. Right? Now, there's stuff that you can't measure, yeah. like junkets on movies and stuff like that. It's yeah. very hard to measure, but you can you can quantify. So you can say, well, we had this movie and this star appeared on Sunrise and Today Show and yeah. you know, ten, and here's the numbers we put against it. Yep. And then we spent this much money on it. And So once you take the mainstream out, you go digital platforms, right? Yep. Tell me how that went. We ran these Google ads, these Facebook ads, these TikTok ads, and these Twitter ads. Well, well who clicked? Well, I'm telling you, Twitter's at the bottom. Yeah. It's going to be at the bottom of that list. Mm. So you're going to withdraw your money and go, that's easy. Let's make a political statement yep. and let's get out of that thing mm. and let's save that money or put it somewhere better. In in uh, his book, the Walter Isaacson biography, remember I, yep. I, I read that or heard it, um, one of the one of the chapters described the remember how to drama with Apple and yep. Apple threatening to pull out. Yep, and then he went and, and had then a he went to had a chat with yep. uh, Tim Cook and Tim Cook goes, no mate, we were never going to do it, and they ended up still doing that. Whether they are they still yeah they're on that list yeah yeah they're oh, on, so the, they're list on the list to go as well yeah, yeah right okay but he never said f you to Tim Cook no but he like he the, I, I'll tell you the reason yeah. why Bob Iger had also been at that conference that day ah. 
which is where yes. he said this thing about entertainment DJZ. versus principles. Yes. So right. I think you've got to remember it wasn't an attack and on I think Disney. He even mentioned, yeah, is this Bob here? Remember he That's even right. asked about he it. He was yeah. thinking, is he still in the room? So I'm yeah, going to make yeah. this point. So I think that people reported it as an attack on Disney. It was an attack on every company. Yeah. But he just thought to himself, ah, oh, if Bob's still here, I'll say, you yeah. know, that's what that yeah. was. He's out of the box, isn't he, Elon? We, we know, you read, right. mate, I reckon if you actually took the trouble, you would appreciate just how nuts he is, this book, right? <laughs> how, how mad he is. Like but you know what? What's the saying? Genius and, and madness, a, a very thin line. He's, he's that personified. I say it. Yeah. Over and over again yeah. for the for the pure chance that Elon actually one day, yeah. for some reason, I'm told to sit down with him and have an interview and he, he looks at what I've written. <coughs> I say it Look all out. the time. The bloke's a genius. Oh, yeah. No bloke's doubt about an it. absolute genius yeah, yeah. of our time. Yes. I think in 50 years we will look yeah. back on this generation and see and what he did, not for humanity, just for the progression of things. Not forget Electric cars will be the bottom of the run. It'll yeah. be nothing compared yeah, to his space thing, and renewables and stuff like that. Because the book, the theme of the book was that he was like he'd driven to uh, his one big thing, especially with SpaceX, was to extend the human race beyond Earth. He yeah. wanted us to go explore the universe. It's wild, imagine. Which is huge, right? Yeah. But that genius, also, I respect. Yeah, he also, he was also the sort of guy who, and Steve Jobs was a bit like this. Steve Jobs would push his guys beyond what they thought was possible, mm. and it's not many people who have that kind of pull and power to get you to achieve something you never realised you could. Yeah, and mate, without those people, without Steve Jobs, we may never have had the iPhone. That's right. Without Elon oh, Musk, mate. we may have never had SpaceX or Tesla. We may never have had that. Mm. And so, yeah, while he's a bit rough around the edges and he's a little bit forthright in his opinions, he's still very much a guy who sees things that other people don't. He, he really can, can encapsulate and get to the heart of everything. Like the, the book's fascinating in how much detail he knew about everything. Yeah. He's a real detail guy who could sit down with the engineers and say, what about if we do this, 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 and this, like as a trained, like as, as, a, as a trained yeah, yeah, engineer yeah. would. And in SpaceX, in the book, he saved him a ton of money and a ton of time by saying, let's just give it a try and see if it works. And it worked most of the time. Yeah. So, yeah, he's colourful to say the least, but... There's no denying he's he's a person who's going to be spoken about for centuries to come. He's a, yeah, he's a yeah, guy yeah. who changed the world in some way. No doubt. Yeah. But he's a fruit loop. No doubt about it. Mate, I think they all are. Even even Steve Jobs, you read his book, like Walter Isaacson wrote his book, very honest appraisal of him and a lot of and and basically implied he's a bit of a prick. Yeah. And and acted that way. Yeah. And but yet he's praised for his being such a visionary because he put people in a situation where it's do or die. You yeah. got to do this. We got to do it. And yeah. and and we're going to do one of our movie show, the Steve Jobs movie with uh, Michael Fassbender as Steve Jobs. Well, we, remember we, we saw, watched it together. Hmm. We actually saw that. Yeah, you know, buffer zone. Buffer we zone, remember yeah, we saw zone. we saw that together. One but seat was the buffer zone. Back yeah, then. that was um, that was I think a good illustration of how Jobs had these high expectations of what's possible, hmm. just like Elon Musk has as well. Yeah, yeah. Fascinating. No, that's a, it's a fascinating read, honestly. One of the most interesting reads of his biography. And, and, and it's no punches pulled in it. Like he approved it and he's quoted in it. He cooperated. But it does mention the fact that he's, 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 he's mad. He's, yeah. he's something, he's different. Will Twitter survive? 
Uh, mate, it's it, it's the it's sink and ship. They, they, they got there's holes in the boat. They've got to mm. fix it up. It, they've got to really, I think, sort of go back to their essence as being this platform that's this sort of honest and forthright and sort of gives people a say without being too crassly commercial like it is now. Like like you said, there were there's ads for gadgets and stuff that no. look like scams. Some of those yeah. ads and and. Mate, he's, it, it, it's, it's, it's a business. So whether it can survive like that, he can it, only whether burn, it's when, losing I don't people, care how many billions yeah. of dollars you've got. Yeah. When you're losing hundreds of millions, yeah. you've got to take a look, don't you? And, and the book also implies that the $44 billion he paid, he paid overs, way overs, and was obsessed with cutting costs and getting generating more revenue and getting rid of engineers and... The, the the things he did at Twitter at first, you're thinking, wow, rough rough time for everybody. Yeah. I don't know. I, I worry about its future, and I think that if it has a future yeah. as this weird X platform that we talked about the other week, it's like the Well, he wants WeChat, to make it a payment platform. You know, like yeah, WeChat yeah, is in yeah. China. I mean, yeah. I'll never use X to pay for something. Okay. Yeah. No, nah, not happening. Yeah, well, mate, he's got a history. He's got a past. Like, he was... PayPal was one of his yeah. products, so he knows he knows a thing or two about payment platforms. And I don't know, mate, but you know what? He's the sort of bloke who can duck and weave and make some deals and make some moves. And lo and behold, you never know. Like because in the book I mention again, like Twitter, SpaceX, even PayPal were on the verge of bankruptcy. They were gone, nothing, no chance. And then suddenly he pulls it out of the fire. Is X going to be the same thing? We don't know. I think it's, it's it's a struggle at the moment. Watch this space. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech is proudly supported by our good mates at Arlo, right here, Arlo. And uh, look, if you're looking to uh, some Christmas gifting options, boy, have they have they got some choices for you? Dad's uh, going to love if an you, Arlo camera. Well, I think that's a really good idea to gift someone a, an Arlo camera. Like you can look at maybe the Essential Outdoor Cam, which is very affordable, or the Essential Indoor Cam. But I think both are under. Are they both under two hundred dollars? Yeah, on special. So. That, that's a gift that is a affordable but also very, very useful. So if you're thinking, you know what, here's a way to start off our security journey with some, some cameras or a doorbell. You might have a video doorbell. You might be a bit like Trev and I. You order a few things through Amazon or yeah. online purchases. I want to know where those parcels are yeah. still sitting there. If you're, Package if you're getting detection, a delivery, baby. Correct. If you're getting a delivery, you want to know when and where. And you know, if it comes to your front door with the with the doorbell, I love the fact that if the the normally the they ring your doorbell and the packages are down below, unless they're holding them. Mm. But often they're on the deck, and uh, you can actually see the top to toe. You can see if there's a package there waiting for you, so you know straight away that if it's a courier who's or a. I'm a, thinking about Mailman. taping out a yeah. drop zone. <laughs> like, you know, so that's in view of the camera. Here, you know, make well, that's sure. what I've got at my place. Like, whenever someone rings the doorbell and, like, often a delivery is just ring the doorbell and they'll walk away. Yeah. they just to say, here it is. I then tune into my other camera, which looks at the front door, mm-hmm. and go, oh, there it is. I'm yeah. good. Yeah. Just relax. Yeah. Doorbell's got I'm me covered good. normally. So, look, doorbell. The indoor camera, the essential indoor camera, which has a privacy shield, by the way. So if there's a few people who are uncomfortable with an indoor camera, yep. you know just at a glance whether that privacy shield, it's white, you can't miss it. If it's covering the lens, you're all good. But when you go out and you want it to detect any movement, say there's a burglar in your house, it's going to detect them. 
So whether it's a doorbell, a camera, and all kinds of cameras too, essential all the way up to the ultras, all the, the higher quality, the go, if you want to maybe look at your building site, your boat, you know, Trev, Trev's country, he's, uh, your country home. Although we're at your country home now, aren't we? Mate, what are you talking about? <laughs> but oh. if you have, you got a holiday I, house. I need or... one for my holiday house in the country. <laughs> one on the one on the beach, and, and also your my yacht. Site. So yeah, that takes a, a 4G SIM card, so you're not connected to Wi-Fi. You can keep an eye stuff. All those things, and there are also lots of bundles too. If you want to purchase a bundle, lots to save there as well. But if you want to check it out, all those deals, all those products, all those bundles, you can check it out at arlo.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Well, I feel like this is a, a, a leading the witness kind of question for you. <laughs> Outside of carrying a handkerchief around with you, how, how old school are you? Like how old school are you with things in your life? That's because my, That's my hanky, by the way. Love. I think I... Yeah, okay, mate, no one wants to see. Never leave home without it. <laughs> so what do you do if you sneeze or you got a runny nose in public? What do you do? If I sneeze, do you I do? block my nose and sneeze. But in your hand? Well, no, I'm not letting it out. I'm okay. holding it in. So you block it? Yeah. What about if you've got a runny nose? Oh, I wouldn't leave the house. Okay. What about if you're out and you get a runny nose? I took tissues with me today. Tissues? So I knew okay. I was going to need them. Okay. Fair but enough. No. Okay. That's just a That's nose. That's why I got a hanky, mate. But here's the thing. Yeah. So I, when the Beatles re you know, new song now and then came yep. out, I logged on and I, I'd, I'd missed the whole. I didn't know this was coming. I just found mm. out about it the day before it released, right? Yep. And so I'd missed the whole pre-ordering of albums and things. There was a yeah. cassette brought out. Wow. Of that song, I'm filthy. Well. I didn't buy it. You wow. couldn't. It's, it's sold and out. How would you play it? I've got a cassette deck. You still I bought got this one really in. cool cassette deck. Did you really? Yeah, it's like a. It cost me 180 bucks, I think it was. Wow! But it's it's a really nice. So it plays the tape cassette. Just plays a cassette. Wow. Yeah. Um, it wasn't a boombox. No, Bluetooth out, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, nice. It's a very cool little unit. That's old but, school. But I, I so I bought the blue and the red albums, ah. the vinyls. I noticed. And they're blue and red. And they're not cheap. The by physical the way. vinyls. Yeah. Yeah. Each name on the price name. <laughs> Um, <laughs> is Amanda watching? Or? Absolutely. It was yeah. a, a tax deduction because tax I had to review yeah. a turntable. Yes. Mr. ATO Commissioner. <laughs> Hi. Self-reporting like Telstra we are. Self-reporting. <laughs> Can we edit this? Is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> so so anyway, so I'm reviewing a JBL yep. a turntable and yes. speaker system. Needed yep. an album. You know, I didn't have any handy that were any good, so ah. grabbed a new one. And uh, proved that you could still buy vinyl. That was that was why. Vinyl's awesome. Digging a hole for myself. Yeah, awesome. Anyway, I found myself absolutely loving that concept of just and yeah. then having it, love it run I, through the album, and then it I stops. You like what happened? Oh, I got to I got to turn, turn it, it over. over. <laughs> I don't know. That old school. That is cool. I'm into good, that too, mate. But I, I, I'm into to vinyl in a big way. But I, I, I bought back I don't do my much, childhood in vinyl. I don't do much else that's old school. Yeah, uh, I'm still a like I read physical books. Yeah, like honestly, ninety nine percent of the books I read are physical books, and they're on my bookshelf. So I'm not, a, I'm not much of, like I've got a Kindle, and I, I read some some publications that that way, and mm. I, I read news on the internet and stuff. But I'm still very much a physical book guy because I love the look and feel and smell of a book. Yeah, and I love to see at a glance how far into the book I am. So just the okay, I'm halfway. I'm three quarters. Isn't there a, like a scale of that yeah, on the is. Kindle? Yeah, there is. It says a percentage on the on the Kindle. It's not the same though. I don't know. And look, the advantage of having the Kindle or the Kobo or whatever you're using 
is that you can store lots of books yeah. on there. So I could have 100 books on there, but try carrying 100 physical books with you. It's tough. So books are like w- w- the books that I have on the go. I think we mentioned this a couple of weeks ago. I re- I'm reading this a fiction book. Wild. I read a fiction book, physical one. I read a couple of non-fiction books at the same time. So I've got three physical books on the go. And I've got an audio book or two on the go as well. Right. So one of them c- could be like a, a biography. One of them could be a novel. And so I could easily interchange between them. What do I feel like listening to now? I feel yeah. like there's something else that we share. In, but is, And is, is this old school? Let me ask you this. Yeah. Watching TV. Yeah. I watch, mate. Is that old school, you reckon? I put the Does TV your, news put, I'll, on. Okay, I'll ask you before you say anything. Do your kids watch TV? No. Because they're on their devices, aren't they? Yeah, they're on yeah. YouTube. At yeah. best, they're on YouTube. Same with my kids. My kids, they'd, like, be, they'd be on they, their... But let me be clear. Well, they, they watch see now, TV now they watch Netflix because when stuff. they come in yeah. for dinner, if the news is on, yeah. they'll wave at Pete and say good day uh, to Ali. Oh, you're, so you're talking about live free-to-air TV? I'm talking about free-to-air TV, right, yeah. okay, yeah, that is old school. Because it's a lot of people are. They, I reckon ninety percent of like younger viewers, yeah, be streaming. If it's a Netflix or it's a it's a show, they're just binging. Think, yeah, I I struggle to let go of it because I don't consume a lot. Other than that, I don't I read around on the internet. Though. I, I get all my news. Ninety yeah. percent of my news I get from TV. That's it. Yeah. And I, so, yeah. and I've talked about this before, but I think that it's the smartest thing you can do to. I don't know, just take away the burden of the, yeah. the worries of the world is stop reading about it, right? Yeah. And what I do is I, I when I get here in the morning, I put the Today Show on. Yeah. And Naturally. If, if I, yeah, absolutely. If Not I'm here, sunrise. I'll normally, I'll normally watch the 5 to 5.30 news. Yeah. And then just, you know, pay attention during the headlines. And let's be oh, clear. Mate, yeah, I watch the if news you, all the time. Like yeah. I'm in the studio sometimes and I listen to it. It's the same news all morning, right? Yeah. But if you listen to the 5.35 bulletin and then the – Eight, seven o'clock bullets, and they tweak, they they change yeah, because they they've develop. got people out there developing yeah, yeah. and stuff. Most people watch breakfast TV for like fifteen mm. minutes, half an hour. They're not watching yeah. for three and a half hours, which is why it's repetitive well, in that do sense. You, so you said you're when you're working here in your office, you have the TV on. Yeah. And when I'm working in my office, I've got two TVs on. Well, I sometimes have. I've yeah, got, I sometimes got nine have and Sky seven News running. on yeah. the left, on the right yeah. hand TV, and nine on the left. Okay. And then the right. security cameras in the middle. Right. And because then Seinfeld I'm, on here. Like, I'll just do it all. I'm <laughs> so, not that's true. And uh, you know what? And I even know, I, I know that 11.30 is the news. I know that uh, 4 and 4.30 is the news and 6, of course. I try to I try to watch the make a habit of watching I try the 6 and, I try news. and tune yeah. into the first 10 to 15 yeah. minutes of that just to really understand what are the big things Big today. issues, big stories, yeah. Because yeah. You, can ha- you can... That's fair. You can attack... Yeah, mainstream media all you like. I don't yeah. think any of our viewers are that way. But yeah. the fact is that if you want the best, uh, best editorial look at the news of the day in terms yeah. of what's the priority, what are the sides, mate, yeah. it's unbelievably good coverage still. It is absolutely right. And, and that's um, what the internet misses is, is yeah. that. Although I, I remember, I know that a lot of uh, TV news is um, like newspapers that used to be the – break the stories mm. and the TV would then report it the next day mm. so I, I can remember a couple of journo friends of mine who used to work at the Daily Telly with me went on to become TV journos yes. and they used to call the when the newspapers were reporting it was oh here are the scripts they used to say, "Oh, these they go through the paper. Okay, we're going to cover that. We're going to cover that. Off you go." Yeah, and, and of course, yeah, there's, there'd be court reporters and stuff that have it live the, the, yep. those sections. But a lot of the stories that that are on TV, 
used to be, not now, used to be because the newspapers broke the stories yeah. back then. Yeah. That's old school. I'm well, not that old school. Go. I don't I read a get, newspaper. I still get the Saturday and Sunday papers delivered. Do you really? At mm-hmm. home? Wow. Yep. yep. That is old school. Yeah. Right. I just because you know what I do? I because I, I don't. I normally get up after the the news has been yeah. on in the morning, or. We've got kids' sport or whatever, so I'll sit down at lunchtime and just, mate, I don't so which read ones? all of them. Telegraph, no, just the Sunday, the Saturday, Saturday and Sunday telly, man. I'm loyal. Let's Saturday, <laughs> Saturday and Sunday telly. I used to work at the Sunday telly too. So Sunday telly sport. Um, Good although, actually, how am I loyal? The Herald. Yeah, no, I don't Channel work there anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah hello. The Herald's owned by Channel Nine. Lefties. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What? <laughs> I don't know. I, I just, oh. I just. I don't. Okay. I've always been a Telegraph guy. Right. I've always. Good I just for you, always mate. have. Me right? too. Yeah. Anyway, so what? I'll just flick through. Like I yeah. just. I just want to. Sometimes, you know. Sometimes those little stories at the bottom of the page. There's fillers, like three they call of them. Fillers. fillers. Yeah. They're interesting. Fillers. Sometimes they're the things you would never mate, have seen on the internet. As a cadet, I used to write those. Yeah. When I was a cadet, you know, you'd have all the. Or, or tell you what happens, right? You write a story that you think's a great story, and someone else, and thinks, it ends up being a little filler. Mm. You think you've put like you've written. You know, we used to back in newspaper days, when you'd say go to your chief of staff again and say, right, I got this, this, and he goes, okay, go write me thirty centimeters. He'd give you a measurement. Right. So thirty centimeters means that in a column it'd be thirty centimeters long. So and then broken up. You know, the, it's yeah. a big it's like a page lead to be like 40, 35, 40 centimeters. Right. A filler's like give me twenty centimeters. So when I was sports editor, I'd say, oh yeah, I need forty five centimeters, and that's a big sort of feature. Or you know, give me twenty centimeters for a down page story. Yeah. And like five centimeters is a filler, so the the worst thing that can happen to you is if you've written thirty centimeters and they cut it down to five, and often yeah. su- up, often the sub editors don't quite get the essence of your story in five centimeters. No, that's right. So that's the. But the, I, so yeah. I, I, again, I'm not reading the news via the papers. I'm just kind yeah. of scanning yeah. the the look at the pictures. The, well, a lot yeah. of the time, man, I don't. And the headlines. I, the headlines. I honestly don't read a lot. Well, I really, really don't. See, I'm newspapers, genuine. like honestly, newspaper training for me is has been valuable because it was really developed my new sense. So when when I was sports editor, even when I, when I was just a journo, you'd have to see the internet. Isn't it funny how I've gone from being a newspaper journo to an internet journalist? Internet journos, if you're running a website, you can tell what stories are doing well, mm. and you can change them and do whatever you want to them. So the readers uh, make your decisions for you. Yeah, a newspaper journo, a newspaper editor, you have to make the decision that's for right. the reader. Well, an internet so you've journo, got to decide. they'll change the headline. Yeah, that's on, right. If it's not click, getting yes. clicks. It's like, you know who I've unfollowed on Facebook? Who's that? News.com.au. Really? Yeah, because they've become clickbait. It's yes. Just, mate. I've noticed that in the last couple honestly, of years. Yeah, seriously, last I'm year. sick of it. You know why? Because I'll tell you why. The, the, the traffic. No, they're trying to compete with the Daily Mail. They're trying to compete with all the you know, the Daily yeah, Sun, all these other clickbaity headlines, these, these news outlets. That are they they that's where how they got to make up the slack by doing that. And you know what? How many of those headlines do you click on? But I reckon I click well, that's, on I click on eighty percent of them. That's why I've unfollowed it because yeah. I I, yeah. I hate it. Yeah, I hate that I'm doing. You hate it. that you're it's doing. Not it. adding anything to my life by knowing yeah, know. you know why that viral that, thing but, happened. But that in in is the essence of internet journalism. Yeah. Where, and I remember I had to learn when I, I first started so Tech much. Guide, right? I started Tech Guide six six weeks after leaving the Telegraph, right? Yeah. Newspaper. And I had to learn that a clever headline that would have won you an award in the newspaper means nothing on the internet because it's a not it's a good headline, but they people got to click on it. 
Seeing it is one thing. Them clicking on it and making the action to read it, that's yeah. a whole totally different thing. When you buy the newspaper, you buy the whole newspaper. Maybe I'm, you I'm, don't just buy one I might section. be waiting out for it, but I'm waiting for the internet to pivot back to just yeah. gen, genuine content being king. Maybe. And, and do you remember when the iPad came out, like around 2010, mm. and, and then, then you could read? I don't know whether you still can do that. I know there's like magazines that are – Basically, you can flick digitally. Yeah, you can still get the can digital. Can you still newspaper. do that? Because I remember you know how that because Amanda still reads it. Right, the newspaper. Well, she, what she does is she, I think she, she uses the app more now. But she used to look at how it was formatted, especially when she was working uh, for Matt. She'd look at yeah. how, you know, what page it's on. Oh, okay, you know right, that kind right. of stuff. Okay, yeah, sure. So she was doing her. You can still get the digital coverage, version that doing way. Coverage yeah, yeah, reports. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. But um, yeah, yeah, another. You know where else you're old school? You. Yeah. Um. Oh, my phone's dead. I carry. I've got a wallet. Uh, that to, that and I've your landline phone. I've got a landline as well. well. It's a VoIP line, actually, but still landline. You're an old man. Well, I have that because I do all my radio through the landline. Champion, I do all my radio yeah. through a mobile phone. Okay. But you've got really good reception here, and mine can be a little bit, a bit how are you going? Oh, okay. Bit, a bit, bit, bit iffy. Okay. I got off and made off and be on calls and say, call failed. Mate, the amount of cash you carry is old school. <laughs> Mate, you want to see? Mate, go if you like. There's my wallet. That's unbelievable. There's my wallet, like my Seagrid wallet, right? There's all my credit cards. We're showing a wallet now okay. that is hard yeah. shell. So you describe the it for cards Billy. Are, the ca- describe it for Billy Weaver. The cards are flicking up. And I've got... Holy Jesus, give cash- me that. Let me see how much. Give it here. Give it here. I'm going to count it. Give it here. I'm going to count it. Give it here. <laughs> all right. We've got 50, 100, $130. You're carrying 100 What do you yeah. need $130 for? I don't know. Why would you need one hundred and thirty dollars? That's a lot. That's a few coffees. That's that's good. That might be a snack or something. To buy. Where are you putting the coins? In my pocket. Coins go oh in the pocket. God. Coins in the pocket. My uh, my wallet has all my cards and also my uh, my cash. I do have on my phone and on my watch my credit cards, but mate, whatever's there, whatever I can reach quicker is what's there. It's remarkable. So you don't carry a wallet at all? No. My, I, know, I know at all times where my wallet is. digital license is, is I, what you I know at all yeah. times where my wallet is because yeah. it, it's often in my with my passport because I always take it overseas in case you're hiring uh, a car or whatever. It often doesn't right. have a digital driver's license. Okay. Um, and like today, I had an optometrist appointment. I thought, are they going to want my physical card? And then I, you know what I did? I went, if they want my physical Medibank or Medicare card, I'm just not going to. I'm going to go somewhere else. Huh. I'm taking my business elsewhere. What about the health fund card? That's, I've got that in my Apple wallet. Yeah. Okay. What health phone are you with? Medibank. Okay, yeah, yeah I'm with HCF. And, mate, yeah. it, it's, it, it, I'll show you, but my phone's dead. It's remarkable. My phone is dead and I'm not freaking out of it. Yeah. What the hell? Zero battery. Wow. Um, and, and so... So you're old school now. No yeah, phone. I'm, I'm, no phone. I cannot make a payment right now. Whoa. Okay. Um, I have to shout with the cash. <laughs> See, Optus outage. Hello. I'm it's good. late at night. I don't need to make a payment. The Optus outage, I cruise through. I'm not even an Optus customer. No. Anymore. Um, yep. But, mate, carrying cash is wild. And, yeah, it's funny how – so there was a Westpac mate, outage this this week. And yep. so, so yes, many, so you're not a Westpac co- customer, So many of the comments were, oh, my God, and they want us to be cashless society. I'm like, <laughs> mate, take a chill, will you? Yeah, I know. We're heading that way. But you know what? Cash is still cash, mate. I love I love that. Knowing – you know why? I know, I know how much is in my wallet. Like, you, you counted my money. I knew exactly how much I had in there. <laughs> and I know that – like, I can keep track of that sort of stuff. And you know what's in there. You know that's what you got. Mate, I know how much is in my bank. You do? Right All now, the time. Like when you're tapping away, 
you, I got to, I got to look in my account. And say, okay, so I'm good. I'm good there. I need to put more money in that account, or you know, whatever. Transfer some cash. I know that if it's yeah. in the first two weeks of the month, I'm not going to have any problem tapping any of the regular things that I tap. I know that I made a payment today that was rather large because I had to get new lenses for my glasses. So I'm probably going to have to, you know, second to third week of the month, I'm going to have to check a little bit more regularly just in case some payment comes out. But no, I'm I'm across how much is in every account. Because I I just think Mate, I log onto the bank first thing every morning. And yeah, okay. I want to know how much in all the business accounts, everything. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I do. I'm I'm every day or every second day maybe. But um, it's funny when you pay cash. Um, and then yeah. you get that surprised look from people. They're like, That's what is what this? I, I love the, oh, you know what? I love the reaction. I love it because normally when you order a coffee or something and they, they normally put the terminal out for you and then I go and then I give them the cash and they go, oh. So they've got to actually- This bloody they've dinosaur. Got change, they've got to change. They've got to open the till and give me the change. They've got to work out the change too, which is really fascinating because tapping, they got don't work out anything. But- if you give them twenty bucks and it costs eleven fifty, they got to work it. I know that the register does it for them, but them getting the money together and it's a, it's that manual labour that they don't like. Ladies and gentlemen, what we've demonstrated <laughs> to you today here is that I'm old, but Jesus, <laughs> he's old. And yeah. let me be clear, old school. Yeah, let me be clear. Yeah, this topic was his idea. My idea. Yeah. How old been, are you? Hasn't it been? Entertaining? We should have written that down. How old is Stephen? Yeah. Hasn't it been entertaining though? And I'm sure, and look, hit us up on Threads, Twitter, wherever you're talking to us. In the comments below if you're watching on Facebook or YouTube. What are you doing old school? What are you you least likely to let go of? Yes. What's the last old school thing? Because, mate, I will cling to the 6 o'clock news. Until, oh, yeah. but that's that's not going to go away though. No, but I'm just saying yeah. that's. Like, I, I think I, that's I want to hear something that's old school, that's hard to get, that's hard to find. Like if you're, are you still watching VHS videos? Have you still got a VHS player and you're still happy plugging away with VHS? That's old school. If so, do old you have any streaming school. subscriptions? That is wild. Yeah, there's people with uh, you know even like I reckon DVDs what do you think they're still watching? really Home popular. movies. Home movies, yeah, bit of chicken and corn. Maybe. Wow, took that too you far. Know, yeah, bit of chicken and corn. I knew there was a few when I was a young bloke. That's where how I watched them on VHS. That was how how it happened. So uh, you know. That's how it went down, so to speak. But That's how. Remember, um, like in the modern age, um, <laughs> how easy what is, is it, it Kim now for Kardashian, to, right? Yeah. What's that? Uh, you oh, know, the sex leak, tape. Leak tape yep. Yeah. Back in my day, a VHS would be distributed of that of that kind of um, well, content. I tell you, the sex scandal that was distributed on tape back in my day. Oh, hang on, stop. You, is it a know, sister? Yes. Yes. Same. Yes. Same. Same. Yep. Mimi. <laughs> 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 hey mate, it happened. It, it was, was the it most was awkward thing watching yeah. that in a boardroom with other people. Anyway, really, um, yeah, wow. Yeah, it was really. Yeah, what, what boardroom did you watch this in? It was in a media organisation. Yeah, same with me. Yeah, it was in fact, news, in yeah. fact, I'll tell Stephen off the air. But um, no, actually, I'll write it down here. Um, <laughs> um, we, Bill, we, uh, he's writing something. No, down, no. We went to the offices of a, a construction office of a former footballer. Um, oh. Um, and uh, we went to we went to his office Oy, and okay. uh, and you know shared it with his team as well. It was just so inappropriate Giddy what up. we were doing at the time. And it was you know what because cool. now you just send a link and it's like mate bring oh, yeah. the tape over. Yeah, yeah, it was no, but it was this was I'm like this was pre-internet or oh, just yeah, on the, no, on the was, edge of internet. It was there was internet, but it wasn't yeah, but it wasn't known for this. There was nothing sure. going viral. No, it, it, you were you were dialing up to download. Don't. 
And it yeah, took an hour. Yeah, this was, I think this was viral, pre-internet viral. Yeah. Don't you reckon? The copying of the tape and like making copies and... Yeah. Yeah, it was, it went crazy. Anyway, I don't know how we went there. Went crazy. I regret going there. Great. Okay. He's cray cray. I, I really do. <laughs> Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. And we do it all thanks to the great people at Netgear. The Orbi is perfection when you think about your holiday season. So unwrap Wi-Fi perfection this holiday season when it comes to elite Wi-Fi performance. Across your whole home, Orbi is in a class of its own. Unlock on compromising speed, coverage, and reliability from the front door to your backyard. And finding the the perfect Orbi is easy. Just go to netgear.com.au and with a few simple questions, they'll help you discover the right speed, coverage and Wi-Fi technology for your need. And of course, there's more than just the Orbi available there too. The brand new RS700S, the Wi-Fi 7 router from Nighthawk, the Netgear Nighthawk RS700S is a a very stunning looking device, a tall unit, very different in terms of the average router. You can unleash speeds of 19 gigabits per second throughout your home. So amazing if you're doing things like gaming, uh, land sharing, um, uh, media streaming and all those kind of things. And of course, as the travel season kicks in, the M6 Pro is a great product for all your holiday travel, so you can take 4G, 5G internet with you on the go, and many devices can connect together, so you can take Wi-Fi to your holiday with you. All the details at netgear.com.au. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. I have a fascination for a particular brand. Yeah. Withings. The new watch. Do you say Withings? Have you got this already? No. Do they send it? Do you say Withings? Withings. What are you? What's supposed to be? I, I don't know. Some people say Withings. Withings. Yeah. It's withings. It's definitely Withings. Withings. I do have. They announced a couple of products this week. I do yes. have the other ones. Yes. But like I, tr- I wore it. It's oh, too I got small the Scan for me. Watch too. Is that what you got? Yeah, Scan no, Watch. It's, yeah. It's, it's too small. For bit me. dainty for you. Yeah, it's a bit dainty. Looks like for the me. Pixel too, eh? Yeah. Which is a. The Pixel 2 is not a good one. So the Nova, I think, the, I, think the I was scan off. Oh, have you been Nova, off this? Yeah, 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 yeah. me yeah. too. Yeah. It doesn't come out until the end of January. Yes. Um, but Are we going to get early look at it? It's or? the same gen concept yeah. as the ScanWatch Horizon, yeah. which was, I'm it just going to say. It looks like a real watch. It looks like a real watch. And you're a fan. Massive fan yeah. because it looks like a classic watch. Like this is a diver style, which is a reputable kind of uh, genre of, of analog watch. Yep. Um, it is an analog watch. It has a second and uh, sorry, a minute and a and a and a hour's hand. Yeah. It has a you know counter at the bottom. It has That's a, old school. Then it has this little tiny screen. Yeah. Through which you can see your steps. You can do an ECG. Yeah. You can get your oxygen level, blood oxygen sleep, level, all that kind of tracking, stuff. Sleep yeah. tracking. All there. I made for eight. It's seven nine nine. Eight hundred bucks. bucks yeah. It is a beautiful watch. What color would you get? Blue, black, or green? I'm torn. I do love the blue. I have this thing about blue watches, I yeah. think. And I've got the blue horizon. Oyster metal wristband as well. Yeah. I'd, What's FKM wristband? What's that? I don't know. It's not, I think it might be the... Is that short for... Um, no, no, don't. Just whatever you're going to say, don't. Um, <laughs> or it's yeah. not the private thing. I'm, uh, yeah. yeah, no, that's right. I think I'd go blue. Anyway, it's okay. a beautiful, beautiful watch. I think it's a brilliant thing to have something like that because there's, there's people out there that don't want to wear... An Apple Watch or a Samsung because yeah. they don't want a screen on them. Yeah, they want to just glance at a watch and see and the a time. Lot of I know people, we've got always on displays and all that stuff, but yeah. it's not the same as just glancing. There's a lot of people, and you might fall into this category, who are just not fans of always wearing a square watch. Yeah, I think like watch, like if you're a watch perv, right? You're a watch, f- watch fanatic. Perv. Watch fanatic, right? Like you know how like you. I prefer you, that you, word. You're Thank more you. a watch guy than me, yep. right? Like I've got a few watches, but I don't yep. sort of 
change them every single day like other people would, then the tendency is for them to like the more classic style. 100%. Which is sort of why I think Samsung is doing pretty well. Their watch sixes, yes. they're looking nice, and the classic is really nice. Which is also and why I think the too. Google Pixel only appeals to the, the yeah, nerdiest of because Google users. It's like it got this edgeless sort of high-tech look. Imagine Google did something like this. Yeah. Oh, mate. Gangbusters. So you think about it. The Withings is is a round um, dial, like a traditional watch, but then yeah. it has a round circle in the top. Imagine Google yeah. went, let's use the the top hemisphere of the watch yeah. face. So we've actually got a little bit of space there for things like larger notifications. You can get notifications I and think, stuff on this. I but think the Pixel Watch 3 is going to be a big bit different. It has to be, Because be. it's not yeah. been a good yeah. thing. Yeah. Anyway, it's a great looking watch. If you want to see photos of it, eftm.com. It's a yeah, it's a beautiful watch. Yep. Uh, it'll come out in late January. Late January. The other two new ones come out in early January. Do you want to see it? No, I'm not yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> And uh, I assume we'll get a look at it. If Twitter we hates me having stuff before here. If we don't have it early, we'll see it at CS and we'll uh, have yep. a look at it then. So yep. bring all that to you as the weeks and months evolve. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Now, one, well, I think a car we've written about early this year that is uh, an EV, an upcoming EV, yeah. is the Ford Mustang. Mm, the uh, Mark, the Mark e. e. And you reckon they've had a price cut. Mate, this is, is wild. Right. They announced this today. Yeah. The car begins deliveries this month. So there'll right. be some people that get them this month. Yeah. Um, I've gonna have, I'm going to have one next week. So, All right. And you'll Which have means one I'll have one year. next week too. Uh, yeah, maybe. We'll have to work out the timing on that because it's just All not good. as easy as MSR. But anyway, we'll move on. Um, there's three different models. So we'll, we'll definitely get through this range next year yep. on the EV podcast. And just a secret tip, you can begin to subscribe to that now because the feed is available feed on is there. A Spot, a Spotify, App, Amazon Music and Apple Podcasts. So um, subscribe to the uh, EV podcast feed, folks, so you'll get that one when it happens. But So this is fascinating because obviously we have fluctuations often in price. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tesla's done that Tesla many times. Tesla have slashed their prices at times. But there's three models of this. The, the most expensive is $107,665. It's been reduced by $2,600 to $104,000, right? That's the GT. That's got performance and all that kind yep. of stuff. The middle one, the middle spec is called Premium. Yep. It used to be $91,665. They've reduced that by $4,500 to $86,990, which yep. brings it under the luxury car tax. That's all. That's that's that's, handy. A, that's important, right? Because it means handy. your on-road costs. So how much was it reduced? on the road? On the road, I don't know, but the manufacturer list price is eighty-six. So let's okay. call it ninety. Right. The select, which is your entry model, yep. You know, it has gone from seventy-nine nine to seventy-two nine, a seven thousand wow. dollar price cut. That's massive. Which begs the question. So I think they're doing that. Your theory is that they're doing that to compete with the Model Three. I think they're doing that because they didn't get enough orders. Oh. Really? This is one of those, you know, Ford went out early with a, you know, expression yeah. of interest. Like they revealed the car at the Grand Prix yes. with Daniel Ricciardo right. when I was yeah, there in yeah. Melbourne. Yep. And then they, uh, six months later, revealed the pricing and then the orders opened. Like it was this yeah. strategic it was like thing. Staggered. Releases, I just have yeah. this sense. You reckon they're going, Ehh. that they've gone, why didn't we get as many orders as we thought? Oh. And mate, when you look at the Model Y, which is the best selling EV on the market today, yep. and it's, it's a small SUV like the Mark E, yep. and they're selling, you know, thousands of them a month. This is still more expensive than a Model Y base model. Yep. It, it, it kind of, if you're buying the expensive Model Y, you could definitely buy the Mark So do you reckon this looks more like a Model Y than a Model 3? So oh, this, is my, this is a hatchback. Definitely, this this is yeah. an SUV. This, right. this okay. competes with okay. the Model Y every yeah, day of the week. Which is, which is smashing it. Smashing it. And the Model 3 as well is still very popular. And, and this yeah. is why, mate, I honestly, we could rewind 
12 years on this podcast, and I, I can remember vividly, weird memory. Talking about you, iPads, you and me sitting in, in my downstairs garage, yep. side by side, talk, we were sitting there recording this, talking about bloody tablets and how yeah. different companies were trying yeah. to take on tablets and they when they needed to price they themselves, themselves same lower as than Apple. Yeah. Mate, Ford would sell these things yeah. like hotcakes yeah. if they were cheaper than Tesla's. But yeah. see, these companies... They yeah. want to say no. We're an established. We're a we're premium, premium brand. brand. We don't want. Yeah. We don't want to be seen that, as cheaper. That's, that's so the dumb. But that's why those other companies that we spoke about back in those back of those years ago mm. did that. They did want to be seen. They wanted to be seen as equal to Apple, not as inferior to yes, Apple. But Samsung's never outsold Apple on yeah. tablets. Yeah. They might okay. sell okay, but I think yeah. The, in this instance, the reality of it is, well, Ford can placing themselves as a well. They, they, mate, they've been a car brand been around for a hundred years, right? Yeah. Is it about how long they've been around? Yeah, Ford? I reckon. Yeah. So they've been around a while. So for them, we are, for them we are to about think, to hit yeah. in, in twenty twenty three. We're going to have a record number of new car sales. Yeah, this is going to be the you most new car overall. new cars right. ever sold in EV, Australia, right? Petrol, all, yeah, everything, yeah. all included. The most new cars ever sold. Really? Why? Yeah, I, well, you just, know, I think it's post pandemic, post pandemic supply orders have arrived. Yeah, orders right. are all that kind of stuff yeah, is definitely playing yeah. in. But the people are buying cars. Like, yeah, we, okay. isn't it weird? We both bought a car this year, and yeah. it's the biggest year. I mean, we're we're responsible, basically. No, I'm. <laughs> I just, mate, I, I genuinely yeah. think that your MGs, your BYDs are the only challenger that Tesla has because mm. these other brands yeah. are stifling supply and stifling demand by mm. putting the prices up. Yeah, I think in this instance, it's the lowering tide, lowering all boats. If you're gonna, yeah. if you want to, if you want to sort that's of, a good, that's you, you, you want to see that you, you want to stay competitive. And like, please wait. Tesla's well established as the EV brand by we mentioned no, no, Model no. Three, Model Y. Yeah. So them operating at that level, BYD very cleverly came in and tried to offer a cheaper alternative right. while offering they the same are quality. Selling right? so well, and and even to the point where they were even their their websites looked the same. So. If for Ford to overprice themselves like yeah. that, which is a, that's an obvious admission that they've yeah. cut prices by what up to seven grand? Did you say seven thousand bucks? So that, that's yeah. that's massive. So I'll give you yeah, my theory. Maybe, though. maybe they've sort of over over um, estimated their hand. I I have a little theory, and and there's a new car which I can't wait for us to drive early in the new year called the Kia EV9. Yeah, big car. Yep, like SUV seven seat. Wow, this will be the first large. Electric car, right. like genuinely, because like wow. Mercedes has an SUV, but it's really, really yeah. a five seater. This is a so seven EQ, EQ, seat EQ, like my EQ. Yeah, EQ, the, the original yeah. EQC was yeah, yeah. was a big car, right? Yeah. But and there's an EQS SUV as well. Yes. EQE yeah. is, is SUV. Yes, EQE SUV. But I'm talking seven seat big wow. family car, right? The EV9. Massive it's a big battery. boxy thing. Yeah. It looks amazing. Huge range. Oh, I'm, spoiler alert! It's going to get an award from EFTM. It's just it's wow. a great car. Not even out yet. It's been it's been it's been uh, previewed by okay. motoring journos who wow. I've enlisted to support the work that I'm doing this year. Anyway, moving on. Um, that's so that's exciting. But I reckon because that's a hundred thousand dollar car, right? Yeah, it's a Kia. Like, yeah. mate, when I bought the Kia Carnival for mm. sixty grand or whatever it was yeah. to well twenty twenty, yep. that was the most expensive Kia you could buy, mm -hmm. right? And that was like to me that was the top end of the market for. Yep. for I, I've never spent more than sixty odd thousand dollars on a car. Right. Um, so that's too much money for a car in my book, and I yeah. don't think they'll sell in big numbers. But I think it's critical for these companies to have cars in this space so they can say to prospective buyers, but the fact is 
they probably make more margin mm. on simple, affordable petrol cars. Yep. And so as long as they're still churning those out the showrooms, it doesn't matter if there's a waiting list for these cars. Whereas oh, Tesla has doesn't have that. Tesla just needs to pump these cars out. Yep. So there's two kind of competing styles of car sales and car manufacturing going on. I yeah. think that's we've got two different markets going on at the same time. Yeah, well, I think um, the market will level itself out. Well, demand, if there's demand Some for point. it, people are willing to pay for it. If it, if the sales are slow, then they got it wrong. Well, it looks see. like it seems that way. Oh, man, I can't wait to see the yeah. marquee. And if, if but, you're in the market for one, I'd yeah. love to know. Because I, I genuinely think – so, again, I, I thought about the marquee when it was first announced. I yes. went, that, that could be my car. Right. But it was. I'm, I'm not going to seventy. If that right. had a six in front of it, right, you'd be driving that now, or you'd be waiting. I for it. I would have waited really? to drive it before I ordered the Cupra. Okay, because it's bigger. Like it's a bigger yeah, car yeah. than what I've got. Yep. Now that that's perspective, right? This is a much bigger car than mine, and it's only ten grand more. So, yeah. like you say to yourself, this is actually good value. Like it's mm. an, it's a ridiculous thing, but you need to put my car out of the equation because I bought that on emotion more than anything yeah. else <laughs> like I did like I wanted yeah. my say it Ibiza again this is yeah. this is my first car all over this is a midlife crisis car right <laughs> but on value yeah. like the, the marquee is very good value absolutely so yeah. maybe I'm yeah. talking out the ass there it actually but, isn't bad but I'd just be curious to see how many people are considering it seriously yeah. in a world where where you could buy a Tesla mm. for the same money or less well, that's the challenge, that, right? That's become the benchmark, isn't it? Like yeah. Tesla got here first. That's the benchmark now. What the people compare it to that, just like BYD did. Yeah. BYD with the seal, they thought, well, this is sort of Model 3 territory. Yeah. Let's make it $10,000, $12,000 cheaper. And that's, that's, and that's their what plan. they've done. Yeah. Whereas Ford came in and thought, yeah, let's make it more expensive. And mm. they've realized the error of their ways. Well, we'll see how it goes for yeah. them. Two Blokes Talking Electric Cars is a new podcast available soon on Apple <laughs> that Podcasts. That was a little preview for you. Uh, Amazon Music <laughs> and Spotify. Subscribe now uh, so you're ready when the first episode drops. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thank you, mates. And uh, all thank you to Arlo and Netgear for helping us get all the way to episode 612. Yep. Hey? That Wonderful. was awesome. Yes. And uh, we'll be back next week with another episode of Two Blokes Talking Tech. We're going to take a week off after Christmas, um, but you don't want us then. We don't want, we yeah. don't want us around the after Christmas. The week between Christmas and New Year, the two blokes are going to have some, some uh, a break, yeah. a little break, a short definitely. break. Short break. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week, Stephen. Thank you. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech.